I don't know, did you, I'm, I'm stalling, because I'm, I'm assuming you probably don't want to talk too much about your Fiesta Bowl. Um, uh, no, maybe you have I some mean, strong I, thoughts. I, I, I'll talk about the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, it was, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah. Um, I came on, I came on last week's podcast and said Notre Dame would win uh, 37 to 8 or 37 to 17 I believe it was is what you were I looking said. spot on in the late in the second quarter I think and at one point Notre Dame was up 28 to 7 they yeah. could do no wrong that was in the second quarter they um, countered everything that Oklahoma State did defensively and and Notre Dame's defense which is something I was bragging about on, on the air uh, on the podcast last week was was living up to what I had said um, until one play towards the end of the first half would change the total momentum of the game and mm. Notre Dame scores again and it's 28 to 7 at this point and there's like 50 some seconds left or maybe a little over a minute left there's not a lot of time left on the clock and I had just wa- I walked away. Oh no! Thinking you know we're going into halftime with a twenty-eight to seven lead, and I come back to see that it's twenty-eight to fourteen going into halftime, what the and fuck? and that was that was it. That was the floodgates. And what Oklahoma State decided to do was they ran the hurry up offense, mm. and, and what I saw in the highlights, uh, the 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 halftime highlights of. Of, of what they did going into the half and they just ran the hurry up offense the rest of the time. And, and it, it just killed Notre Dame's defense. Yikes. And Notre Dame's offense never got that running game going. The other thing I was talking about how successful the running game had been over the second half of the season, they couldn't get it going. Oklahoma state was able to just, you know, Play the pass. I mean, when when, when your team becomes mm-hmm. one dimensional, it makes it a lot easier on the defense. Yeah. Um, and they are an opportunistic defense. And while they everything backfired in the first half, everything went well in the second half. To the tune of, out of the thirty-seven points that were scored from from a, a little over a minute left in the first half to the end of the game, oh. thirty of them were scored by Oklahoma State. Notre Dame Jeez. only mustered another seven points. They lost thirty-seven to thirty-five. It was, it was a weird game because Notre Dame dominated the first half and Oklahoma State dominated the second half. And you look at the score and say Notre Dame only lost by two points, but it felt way worse than that because well, you scored that late touchdown really yeah, late. It was kind of yeah. a meaningless one at that point. Yeah, because you had to you had to do the onside kick, and with right. all those new rules, it's that's useless. Yeah. So someone, you know the. The, the Cowboys saucer kick from two years ago isn't going to work anymore once people realize it's okay to touch the ball. Yeah. Um, so, you you know, until someone figures out the the, the Da Vinci code for, for the new onsides <laughs> kick, onsides kicks are just pointless. You're, you're almost better off kicking it, like, in a, in a weird, like, Kick it over the line or something. Yeah, kick it over the line and hope that the ball just starts bouncing and you're able to get to it. I've seen I've seen that tried too. That's that's yeah. That that to me seems like you got a little bit better chance at that than than anything else these days. But you know what? Um, 
for Marcus Freeman's first bowl of a team he really didn't have full control of yet, not a not a bad showing. Yeah, it um, sounds like he just needs to work on halftime adjustments. He's got he's got the right game plan going in, but he he needs to. I mean, that's going to be something he quickly needs to learn how to how to adjust at halftime. Apparently, yeah, and and we'll see if there's any you know other. I mean, I think obviously Tommy Reese will stay there offensively, but will there be some maybe other coaching changes? I mean. Mm. He was the defensive coordinator. Does is someone just going to remain elevated, or are they going to go outside? And, and is he going to bring some other people in? Who knows? But you know, it would have been really cool for him to, <laughs> as in his first game as the head coach, yeah. to win in a bowl game against a, a decent opponent. But you know, it turned up. You know, it didn't turn out that way, and it, it was like I said, it was a real like it was like a slow death kind of type of game. You know, you, you had this big lead and then it just like pissed it all away. So I saw some unfortunate stats that I have to relay. Notre yes. Dame was 79 and O when leading by 21 points or more. And now they are 79 and one since 2004. Um, that's brutal. The other brutal stat was the, in New Year's six appearances, which includes all the top bowl games and the playoffs that you've the two playoff appearances, mm-hmm. you're oh for your last ten in all of those major bowl games. So what's going to happen? Maybe that's why Brian Kelly had to, had to get out of there and left it to Marcus Freeman. But maybe Marcus Freeman, you know, with that good start, learning from the learning from his mistakes at halftime, maybe he can he can bolster that and figure that shit out. But I thought those were startling stats. Startling. Had to share. share. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I knew him. So he chose not to bring him up. I understand. Well, I mean, (laughs) what can you do? Uh, Any more Fiesta Bowl thoughts or should I move on to the. I I just have one general thought and it's not about the, the game on the field. It's the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl doesn't ring as well as to as the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. So can we just perfect. Can we just get this fixed or at least bring in another chip company or something? I think we can just start keep referring to it as the Tostitos Fest. All right. Festival. That's fine. It like, sounds way better. It makes perfect sense. It's from our childhood. It, it just made it. It just worked. PlayStation. I understand why they, they have a, a vested interest in, in sports. That makes sense on some levels, but Tostitos is just perfect. Uh, are they perfect. Are they sponsoring anything else? It seems like they should be. I, I don't know. They should be in the uh, bowl someplace. The La Quinta? Uh, Fiesta Bowl something. Wordhole Media. If you were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. Oh, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. And oh, he hits the upright again. It's impossible. Get your mouth shut. Get your mouth shut. Jerk. The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. The Limp Bitkins Podcast. Just a couple of Chicago pricks united by our hatred of the University of Michigan football and the Chicago Bears. Find us at limpditkins.com and anywhere you listen to podcasts.